Hello, everyone, and welcome back to I'll Read What She's Reading. We are currently... I, I'm just giddy and excited right now. We have... Wait, should we introduce ourselves? I'm Michaela. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Reggie. I already, oh, I already oh, went. I'm Kennedy. <laughs> this is off to a great start, guys. We're and just a too antsy we right are, now. have begun our Crescent City House of Flame and Shadow readathon. We've read up to part one. So basically, how this is going to work, we'll see how much we talk. We might split this into more than one episode. If it's all in one episode, there will be link on the show notes, like a link to where you can skip ahead to get to the different parts. So this is all, everything we talk about right now is up to part one. And then we're going to be reading all day, <laughs> read part two, we'll come back. We just wanted to give live reaction of all of our thoughts reading this book. And we're also kind of doing a little behind the scenes vlog of everything too so it should be really fun but we haven't really talked to each other about our thoughts no so far on part one just keep in mind that if we say something very stupid in this first section it's because we haven't read the whole book yeah so if we say something that is answered later on or if we're completely wrong about something it's because we've only read up to part one as of right now which is what like 250 pages yeah yeah the drop isn't that what part one's called mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. second one is the search mm-hmm. wait let me look i got my book on my lap the search the search <laughs> so i finished excited. part one at like one o'clock last night and i didn't go to bed till like 1 30 because i was just reeling well here's the thing we made a decision that we all had to stop at the same point yeah so nobody knew anything that others didn't and if you read to the end of part one it's kind of a little bit of a cliffhanger and it took all of my self-control not to continue. Same. Mm-hmm. Well, before <laughs> we, I know we really want to kind of talk about the end, but I feel like we should probably start with our initial thoughts from the first few chapters. I really didn't start taking notes until maybe a hundred-ish pages in when I like actually thought about, oh yeah, maybe I should start taking some notes. Mm-hmm. So my initial reaction was, hmm. They're in that cave for freaking forever. Forever. So long. So many pages. I'd be going... I was a little annoyed. Nuts. <laughs> with how much was not going on. Mm-hmm. And then my second reaction was that Nesta and Azrael is a very interesting combination. I'm curious mm-hmm. if we're going to get answers as to why those two... Why she chose those two. And I've... I mean, so far... Fair hasn't really been in it. And someone told me that Fair is not in the book at all. Like oh, sh- they heard that she wasn't in it at all. Oh. Besides that first initial oh, yeah. in the introduction. Se- in the second book. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get much more. I don't think we're going to be getting a lot of cameos from all the Akatar. I don't, I don't think, think so either. either. And that's making me really sad, actually. Yeah. But I then think I we'll also- get little bits and pieces, but... I have to remember, and I keep reminding myself as I read this book, this is a Crescent City book. Yeah. It's not an Actar book. It's it's not an Actar and Crescent City. This is Crescent City. It's going to be focused on these characters, and it is fun to have these cameos, but I'm just really trying to be like, okay, focus on these characters. Whatever we get from the Actar characters, I'm so happy with. And I will say, one of my favorite lines, I updated my Goodreads, which... My initial reaction to the beginning of the book, I was smiling like an idiot. 
I knew her, I knew who you're because, talking about because I <laughs> was so I I missed them so much yeah. and I didn't realize how much I missed them until we got more from them my update on Goodreads was I do not pry where I am not willingly invited our king resand the king of consent i love him i want to just reread akatar so badly after after reading this but i honestly I, think i might i don't know i'm having a hard time like wanting to focus on the crescent city characters though it is hard yeah i it i was eating it up but but back to what you were saying about why you're thinking it's nesta and oh yeah Azrael. Mm-hmm. i do feel like it makes sense based off of everything you read in a court of silver flames mm-hmm and what we know about Azrael with you know the star sword and the yeah why did i just forget the, the truth teller truth teller mm-hmm. but it, it's interesting to think when you know these act characters from akatar the conversation that went on where nesta was like i'll go you know what i mean it just in my mind you think it would be like resand and I don't know. I, I just can't imagine Nesta well, being like, but they, I mean, they do have Nyx, so maybe they're and like. Vera are, what is it called? If she dies, she dies. She dies. Oh, they're linked. Dies, they're yeah, linked. yeah so that's like, true. I feel like Reese wouldn't. You risk. almost feel like it would be Nesta and Cassian. That's what I was thinking. But I'm thinking it's Azriel because of Truth Teller. Yeah. Which yeah. do we know how Azriel even got Truth Teller? Um, do we know that yet? Yeah. Well, it was explained. Well, we don't know how he got it, but how it's he got, yes, how it came to be. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting when that chick in the sarcophagus basically told Azrael she do, he doesn't even know how to use it. Yeah. yeah. So there's something about it that we don't. I will quite say know yet. those last like five chapters, I almost felt like I needed to go back and read them again because there was so much information dumped. I was reading and I would go to the next page and I had to. I was trying so hard to pay attention to everything because I was worried I was going to forget. But I do feel like Sarah is going to reiterate a lot of it throughout the book. Yeah. But I did feel a little lost at times. I, yeah. With all the Well, it was so much, yeah, it was so much info dumping, more world world building on top of what we already knew. Yeah. So In a few chapters. Much info Do you guys feel like it helps, it makes a little more sense? Or no? No. I feel as if it does make a little bit more sense, but I'm still a little confused. It makes sense why she was sent to Printhian. I understand that now. And their world makes a little bit more sense to me. Yeah. How everyone, how Midgard came to be and all of the things. But I just think we're going to learn so much more. Yeah. My brain hurts. I will say, yes. I will say initial thoughts for me it's really bouncing from point of view to point of view a lot at first it was really bugging me it it goes from i go from really enjoying it to not but there's so much happening i love the bouncing around it keeps me entertained and it keeps me like on the edge of your seat yes um yeah i like it too i was really annoyed at the beginning Mm -hmm. because i really just wanted to get the bryce nesta and azrael but by the end of the part one i really hated their chapters because it was not entertaining well if it, it would have like just information, been so five chapters in a row of just them without it would kind of feel okay you're still that's true also love that the worm 
the worm got introduced into <laughs> i know i book. wanted to when it started describing it i was like <gasps> i still can only worm. picture that thing that worm off spongebob i literally Same. almost made my goodreads update insert gif of the worm <laughs> from spongebob <laughs> yeah love that's all i can picture even though i know that's not what it looks like i know yeah also um i just had to shout out this scene it made me really it made me cackle the phone scene oh my gosh (laughs) i love i took a picture of that because i wanted to talk about it and i was just waiting for them to just be mind blown by the technology I i was hoping bryce was gonna say because she was trying to explain pictures to him and I was like, just watch her pull out her phone and be like, let's take a selfie. But she didn't. I know. I was like, why don't you just demonstrate what a picture is? Yeah. And use the flash. I just thought that was <laughs> funny that she's so trying legendary. to explain what a picture is. And I'm like, just show them how to take a picture. <laughs> or when they're talking about calling each other and Nesta yeah. says, oh, it's mine to mind. Yeah. And Bryce is like, yeah, kind of, I guess. And yeah. She- everything. She's like, I don't actually really. <laughs> I also appreciate how even when bryce says words that are maybe more modern sarah makes a comment that it doesn't directly translate yeah and it sounds funky in their language which let's also talk about because we were wondering how in the world she was going to be able to speak their language uh-huh. reese says here's a pill take it yeah Ge- genius yeah. it is genius but of course it's that easy i know i also really loved there was a comment in the book where sarah explains that so bryce is wearing leggings but she's also wearing hot pink sneakers Sneakers. and i just the whole time i was reading their chapters i was just picturing you know you've got nesta and azrael in this fighting fighting yeah looking just really sleek and cool and then you have (laughs) this redheaded girl with her tight leggings on and hot pink sneakers i just loved it in a white crop shirt i just can't imagine i just wish i was trying to watch it like a movie and it would just make me giggle i love it yeah um all right what else do we want to chat about i really want to chat about okay there's this one scene i cried on a plane reading it and maybe i'm the only one that cried and also i texted these guys and I said, I can't wait to see how many people flip on Nesta after this book. Because I think there's a lot of Nesta haters out there. There are. Let me be the first to say that I I really love Nesta. After reading Court of Silver Flames, I loved her. And there's still people out there who do not like her. But I bet you anything, there's so many people that are going to change their mind about her. This one scene in particular where she has the mask on. Mm. And she's telling this dead and i don't even know what the heck it was basically it's killing the worm mm-hmm. and Azrael's trying to get her back and he basically goes through all the people that she loves and they're like they're waiting but the person that makes her snap out of it was nyx i know i sobbed on the plane you cry it's so cute i i don't understand how people don't like nesta because i think she's been through so much and she's overcome so much and just that one scene it just hit me so hard that's really cute i will say i see both sides to nesta because i don't think people have to completely forgive for all the hurt she caused and i feel like that in the same way in life you can forgive but you don't have to forget 
what For she sure. did you know so like i see both sides of it i still really like her but she did some really awful things and i feel like one book maybe she redeemed herself but not all the way i feel like people that i don't like her it's because they're like okay they just went over everything that she did to other people so i see both sides i feel like people who really don't like her have had people like that in their life yeah and like are like that's not okay for them to just completely forgive her so i see both sides for sure a lot but i still really like her and i think next is really cute that she's gotten so close with him i mean how can you not it's yeah especially all she did to like yeah so (laughs) it's really cute oh one other thing the moment that bryce started talking to azrael about how hunt was her mate Mm -hmm. i was screaming because i knew from that moment there's no way in heck her and azrael are gonna be together no way i was a little confused why they were like holding hands at one point did you guys notice that the when she fell off of his scars yeah i think it's because he reached there's one part too i think where he is grabbing her hand and like pulling her along but i do not but think they're gonna be together there's i don't no think part either but i was a little like there was one thing it was before she explained that there was the pull between the star sword and the and truth teller truth teller where i was like are you trying to say that there's something happening and she reiterated a lot how bryce thought how handsome he was she kept saying his beautiful face, his she did, and how his wings twitched. Yeah, like, and how how big his wingspan was, and I'm like, how about his wingspan not being able to but fit I think in the she's freaking just teasing cave? Us. I know. Yeah, I think she's just teasing us. She's a teaser. So I don't think it's a possibility, but everyone that was like saying that they were gonna be together, I'm like, you're giving them too much. <laughs> I just feel like it doesn't make a lot of sense with the next akatar books i just don't know how you i mean there's another crescent city book there's more akatar i just i just can't see how that would play out but you know if that is bound to happen for any reason i'm just putting my trust in sarah but i would be so mad i would would be mad too um i had a question mark next to this maybe you guys can explain it to me thea thea Mm-hmm. Thea, I don't know how to say her name. Who is she? Well, so she was married to the High King oh, in okay. Perinthian. Okay. And then she gave birth to the two daughters. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes and sense. And then her, so the High King and the other, Peleos? Peleos? Something like that. Thea and Peleos are the ones that go over to Midgard, Midgard and bring all the fate with them. Mm. okay that makes sense i think i put the question mark when they mentioned that name but before they continued on and explaining continued explaining everything there's a lot of characters to keep track of (sighs) which i can't remember her name and i should remember it the person that's going through and telling the whole history of everything it's one of the daughters yes the fact that asriel and esabel said she looks just like Reese's sister. Oh, yeah. yeah we got to talk about that. Uh, well, and they kept saying, we need to tell, we got to get back and we got to tell Reese. Yeah. Well, at one point when they started talking about the high Lord of the Night court 
or the high lord th- there was something mentioned mm-hmm. and i i thought does reese know all about this he doesn't mm-hmm. i know but then later on in yeah, a few yeah, yeah, paragraphs yeah. later he has no idea because but, they didn't pass that mm-hmm. history along to generation to after generation for a second though i was thinking is this evil reese theory gonna be an actual thing oh please no i'd be heartbroken but Michaela likes it don't you i do but just because it's different it's entertaining it, it's yeah. inter- interesting i'm on the theory of evil bryce okay but i won't get into that quite yet because i still have some things before we get towards like the Mm -hmm. end um my my theory is i could be wrong i think rune Mm -hmm. and reese and bryce are cousins okay because i think the sisters they split up right Mm -hmm. and so i think the sister that was explaining everything is related to reese mm-hmm. and the other sister is related to rune you think she lived yes and somehow it's his like, yeah great aunt that's yeah. What, that's yeah. my they have i could to be, see that they have to be closely related there's been too many times that has been mentioned that reese and rune look exactly yeah. alike and especially with their power and where we don't know i don't know well and it was mentioned that i believe something about because rune can wield shadows right mm-hmm. it was mentioned that one of the sisters could do shadows and the other one right was yeah light mm-hmm. yeah yeah so mm-hmm. just put that yeah. in your little yeah. back pocket we'll put it, yeah. we'll just save it for later um <laughs> one of my comments was the harpy shut the front door how is this going to go down okay so should we <sighs> before we switch let's let's go by point of view so we're do we does anybody else have anything to say about the bryce azriel nesta situation oh, yeah. there's a lot but i was saving because this is oh like for page this was page 90 192 and i mean the there's more i could say about like the ending six eighty. do we want to go by point of view and then switch oh, yeah because we, we haven't can. talked about ethan or therion and okay well i'll say my last thing from I don't know if you guys caught this, but on page 208, they were describing the Fae from Throne of Glass. Let's pull that With the up. teeth? Yeah, and the okay, shape-shifting. I literally yeah. took a picture of it. Because it says, oh, I did I, I might have made an O. They, and so I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, yep, I took a picture. Uh, I was having... Uh, for a second, when she up. was talking about the carvings of the castle mm. on the top of a mountain, and it was green for a second i know I was like mm-hmm. that's gotta be tarasin yeah it's not it's not, it's not. but yes i did yeah. catch that i took a picture of it yeah and i was screaming i was well, screaming I heard too. The te- I re- it was the teeth thing first mm-hmm. and then it was the shape shifting from an other something from another world and i was like so you're telling me essentially because dan don't the wolves aren't they descendant from those they all the shapeshifters mm-hmm. yes so danica the hellhound Mm-hmm. their descendants mm-hmm. from those fae yep there's I'm so screaming. many different fae also before we switch gears where's the crown does the has the crown been mentioned in akatar from the de- the trove oh because you have the you have horn. the harp you have the, the horn. horn the yeah. crown um the mask the, the mask i don't know where's i was wondering that too the last thing <clears throat> sorry i didn't mean to switch gears so quick i have no idea where the crown is it's probably gonna be gallivant interrupt but also okay sorry my mind is switching so 
they're thinking that you can only switch worlds through the horn like the maid artifacts right mm-hmm. but we know that's not the truth because Aelin did it mm-hmm. without any of that mm-hmm. so they don't know about like word marks because you can did you feel like they were mentioning because she said there were markings all over the cave yeah i thought they were word marks yeah yeah we're just really grasping at straws I know, here I'm like <laughs> i want them how can we make this work i mean um, it would make sense i don't see how it well, wouldn't you have but to, i don't know it has to be mentioned somehow because bryce took the horn back with her and did she take anything else she took did she just take the horn no she took she, something else right she, i thought she took the did she take the sword with her she did take the sword yeah i thought there was another artifact she took maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong anyways um i feel like they have to figure out that they can travel besides that or maybe it's unrelated I don't know if we want to get into our theories for what's going to happen next. Maybe we save that for the very end. Okay. Let's save that because I have a thought. Okay, last thing with um, the Bryce and Ezreal and Nesta. Um, these are just something I wrote. Bryce is annoying me. Bryce, you dumb idiot. Okay, <laughs> I, I will, will say- defend her for one second. Only for the fact of we know Azrael and Nesta. We know them. We've read a whole series about them. Imagine being Bryce going into a strange world. You don't know these people. You have zero trust in them. Wouldn't you be a little bit more apprehensive? Yeah, Yeah. I would say yes. But also the reason why I'm so angry and upset with her is because everything they just found out affects both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, well, screw you guys. You guys don't matter. So that's why I was upset because I'm like, what they just found out is not only affecting Bryce in your world, it's affecting everything in their world. Mm-hmm. You so, almost think they'd want to try to like bring come together. Mo- yeah, come together. That's yeah. why I was upset because I'm like, they're literally figuring this out at the same time that you are. So why don't you guys like problem solve this together? Because they literally could have killed you so many times and they didn't. So many times. Because they want to save their world. And so that's the only reason why I'm like so annoyed. I see the apprehension mm-hmm. on Bryce, but I'm like, you're being a little stupid and not thinking a lot because there's so many opportunities for them to have just been like we don't trust you you're gonna die yeah she feels it feels a little selfish but when she i'm assuming what happens at the end of part one is she opens a portal yeah did you guys get that drift yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> but the only time she opened the portal is when she told them she was the horn and they were like okay we gotta go see reese and she was scared like are you guys going to try and cut this out of my back type of yeah, thing? Yeah. And then that's when she opened it to leave. Yeah, I guess. they did say, we will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to save our whatever. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I would trust them, but I do see where she's coming from. Yeah. yeah. I still think she's a dumb idiot. I just am like, <laughs> I mean, I, do I just want to know, <laughs> what's your plan, Bryce? What's your plan? She thinks she's going back to Midgard, but we'll get into theories later. Um the only other comment i wrote is that i really even though bryce was driving me crazy i really liked her commentary during all of the the, the whole monologue where she's like oh classic stage mom or yeah. like i just thought that was funny but she's there for the comedic relief but let's chat about ethan and our merman 
and you know? Lydia. And Lydia. Out of all of the perspectives, I think theirs is my least favorite. Uh huh. I like it better now, but when it first started, I just couldn't. It felt like it was dragging. Yeah. Now I feel it's going somewhere. It's getting somewhere. I just feel so bad for Ethan. Same. I said Ethan and Sigrid, enemies to lovers. I pray. Yeah, about that. Ooh. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, darn it. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually trying- don't think she's dead. Well, she's oh. caught decapitated. The harpy. Well, yeah. Also, they don't literally shot Sabine. Sabine, right? Yeah, her face in the, off. In her face. So. I don't know. I don't think it ever said she was decapitated. I think it said his claws went through her throat. Like I pictured it being like boom, boom. Oh, I'm thinking Not- of the other la- the th- thing they killed in the cave. Oh, yeah, she got decapitated. Yeah, she's dead. I I don't think she's dead. I, because they put so much like emphasis on like her being the Fendra. Mm-hmm. Fen- how do you say Fender. it? Fendry. 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 Like I just don't think she is dead. So. I have a hard time with stuff like that in books, though. When it's like, are they actually dead or are they alive? I just you don't see the dead body. If it does not say so and so is dead, you never know. I know. I'm a little like well, frustrated with this harpy, harpy situation. <laughs> I, know, I mean, it, I adds, it adds suspense. But I'm like, oh, okay. The harpy's gonna be. Ugh. I, I'm trying to theorize and come up with so she didn't she wasn't a slave to the viper queen right who what is her name sig sigrid sigrid she wasn't a slave no so how in the world did the viper queen get her to fight well she volunteered why i think it's the whole alpha alpha thing Mm. i don't know i just don't understand the alpha thing quite yet because I feel like there's just so much to learn still about the wolves, yeah. Mm-hmm. And where's 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 Ari? Who did she oh, who did she what? trade her for? What uh, was the trade? I don't what know. was the trade? The Viper Queen. She's a little bit of a snake, girly. I'm also just really getting the vibe that both Ethan and Therian need to stop feeling sorry for themselves. Yeah. Well, sad boys. I mean, Ethan. I get why he's sad. He just killed, air quote killed. I really hope she's <laughs> the not heir. dead. I don't think she is. But Therian, I'm just kind of fed up with his whole i suck attitude his inner monologue his inner dialogue is i suck i'm worthless i'm not worth saving and i'm trying to understand why he's feeling that way but i don't know i don't know i think him just being tied to the viper queen is i mean he's not anymore yeah no longer i don't know hopefully their point of view is get better from there I feel like it's, it might. It's about to get a little more exciting, I believe. So it's probably just going to jump around a lot more, but I'm ready for it. Oh man, I'm excited. Okay, well let's. I'm like, let's hurry and wrap this let's up. We still have a lot to unpack as far as Lydia, Rune, Hunt, Baxian. That's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's one thing I know we're all dying to talk about, but before that, before. <laughs> And sorry, this is all over the place, but this is just how it is, okay? I need, I need to know who Hunt's dad is. Oh. I need to know. know. When he was talking to Adius and the other guy from hell. Yeah. They were hinting, they were hinting, and Hunt was asking them questions, and they weren't answering them straight up, and I wanted to scream. 
I need to know who his dad is. If we do not find out who his dad is by the end of this book, I can't wait two years. I think it's going to be a very, it's going to, it's, yeah. I think it's going to be a, a bomb's going to drop. Yeah. All right. Do we want to talk about Rune? <laughs> the the hand. poor man. I literally, oh, I was like this. I was like, oh. I almost literally gagged. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is her most gory book yet for the fact of the torture the biting the hand off oh those poor i would never survive no my mental toughness to kill me out the door i would just say and just (laughs) all of the description of the oh it's so sad i uh, (laughs) this is so dumb at first i thought he was trying to bite his hand off because he was trying to use his other hand to grab the hands (laughs) instead of i i wasn't thinking about how he could just slip out of the shackles and then i don't know why my mind immediately went to like oh i'm gonna grab my hand so i longer that way (laughs) i don't know why that's where my head went but it made sense when she yeah it just sucks that they were right there i was i slammed my book shut yeah i was not happy you're telling me rune rune went through all that pain baxian had to chew through everything flesh and bone for nothing yeah but baxian is the best guy ever for volunteering and not making him do it i also i mean i feel like and i hope that we get more i just wish lydia was there more like more involved yeah if that makes any sense not that i want her to torture them but like i feel as if there she only had maybe two scenes with them maybe and i guess we left off on the scene he wants nothing to do with her well he wants nothing to do with her but she was growing their wings back mm-hmm. and that's where we left off with them right yeah. so i'm really anxious to see where it goes from there yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see lydia's plan yeah how when the fire sprite was shocked with whatever lydia had told her was going to go down i cannot wait to see i'm stressed because i really hope it goes well but i feel like it's not it's going i bet you anything what's going to happen is the harpy is going to wake up right as all of this is going down Uh uh-huh and it's shiz is just going to hit the fan but also what is the asteri doing with hunt's lightning i know that mm. oh that was sad he didn't they didn't take it all right i don't think or so. just a little no, bit it was just a little bit and why do i feel like i love the little bromance with hunt and rune I know. at some point it's why do i feel like they are legitimately going to make hunt pick between the two who but lives who dies he's gonna pick rune oh well of yeah 100 percent. yeah i don't see Baxian making it through this book but i'm curious what danica's extra point of view is that's sometimes mm-hmm. why I wish I didn't know who the exactly. views were from because the other thing too is the bonus chapter in my book is those three exploring worlds together. So I know it's Nesta Azriel and Bryce exploring worlds. Oh, so they're going to go with them? I'm assuming. Mm. Well, and we have, there's a point of view of Randall and what's her, the parents. Mm. We haven't heard I anything from them yet. I actually really hate that they did that. Yeah. Me too. Just say that each one has different bonus chapters, but don't tell us who who's in the chapters yeah or they should have just not done it or they should have done a little extra book that you could buy for extra amount that had all the bonus chapters in it yeah yes 
I feel like they really screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. Yep. I'm really anxious to keep reading. Me too. Same. Do you guys I, have any... Oh, you had theories, right? Well, I mean, she walked through a portal. Where do we think she's going? Not Midgard. There. I think she might be going back. And then that's going to cause some trouble. And then down the road, we're going to f- get Nesta and Azrael coming, figuring out a way to... Because think about it. I feel like Resand has got to know a way to make it work. I mean, think about it. Aelin's falling through and he sees her and he's like... Well, I feel... I don't know. I feel like he's got a... The theory that he is also fallen through worlds. Mm -hmm. Yes. I actually love that so much. I love it too. Same. So I just feel as if she's going to go back. It's going to cause all this chaos and we're gonna think we're done with Azriel and nesta and they're somehow gonna be brought back in or what avengers if, style. the portal style you know? dr strange that's style. what i've been wanting the entire time <laughs> um what if she goes to hell um she could i don't think she's going back but we shall see at least not right now there's still 600 pages because if she goes back nobody's gonna what what are her chapters gonna look like if she goes back all of her friends are gone on a ship what maybe she goes home to randall and her mom maybe maybe that's where she goes Mm. i'd like to see that i think randall's really cool or she goes to tarasin you know that's my hope but i know that's not gonna happen she's like oh shiz i got more people i got to explain all my crap it's too easy that's too too easy easy. it's you know it's not it's not gonna happen she falls through a portal and the first thing she sees are these blue eyes and shadows i'm trying to think if i have any other theories i had a note i wrote i I just want to see if it was i genuinely we've said this so many times but i really am trying to go in with not really any theories or expectations because i just want the book to come and just whatever happens i'll be happy with if i have an expectation or a theory that hunt is going to uh, you know and it doesn't happen i'd be disappointed i literally am grasping onto anything and everything they talked about her ring again they did they talked mm-hmm. about lydia's ring they did she's her mentioned it ring. multiple times okay now. did you see what someone commented though on our tiktok no they were saying how if these are taking place at the same time how would they have both of them? my genuine theory well it's because remember okay spoilers for stone of glass if you haven't read it skip for like the next 30 seconds remember how they got the rings they were in the underwater caves they Mm -hmm. were in those caves Mm -hmm. and they were just getting gold because they needed gold to pay for people and that's when aelin and roan exchanged those rings Mm -hmm. so my I probably should explain this better in the TikTok. My initial reaction was those rings and those jewelry came from somewhere else, somewhere else, or the people who were there were taken to Midgard. Love that. It's like a a set of a jewelry. It's a part of a set. Yeah. It's like, it's not the exact ring. It's not the exact ring. Yeah. Um, Like part of those Fae were taken to Midgard because I feel like they're taking bits and pieces of different phase from like all of these different worlds so that was my initial thought is that it's just from the same kind of like the jewelry that they had down there was the people who used to live there now live in midgard yeah i don't know that was my 
I mean, I understood what you were trying to yeah. say. It also probably didn't help that I was like, you think they're her ancestors? Yeah. I get what you were trying to say. Yeah. yeah. One other... Sorry. No, you're good. One other thing that makes me hint that we might get a Throne of Glass cameo is I highlighted this line that said when that lady was... Why can't I think of her name? Explaining her little monologue of the history... She says, we were not the only beings to come to this world hoping to claim it. Well, yeah. Because everybody, the Asteri were bringing beings from multiple and that's, worlds. Yeah, and that's right before she says the thing about the teeth and the shape-shifting. So, let's go read. <laughs> okay. We'll come back once we've read part two. Yeah. Yeah. To be continued here in the few, a few seconds for you, but probably a few hours for us. Probably like five hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's 12 o'clock. We got to we gotta get the ball rolling. We so. got to get on it. All right. We'll see you in a second. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. We're back after reading part two. Part two. This is a second day. <laughs> day two. We thought we would finish part two yesterday, but we, we did not. So here we are. Yeah, so she lands in the Autumn King's, the Autumn King's place, which apparently she intended yep. to do. She's pulling Bryce a, always has a plan. You know, she's pulling... A, she's reminding me of another character from another series that Sarah <laughs> yes. J. Mass has written. I won't say her name, but she's really pulling mm-hmm. one just like her. Yeah. I'm feeling that. Where she doesn't tell anybody your plans. Oh. And then yeah. we find out later. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen this film, film before. before. And I did like that. Oh, I did like the ending. So. I did like the ending. <laughs> um, and I did like the ending. <laughs> um here's something i'm gonna just say about bryce real quick i was literally just saying this to you guys before we started recording but i really like that she's kind of a smart smart a and she's got a sense of humor in difficult situations but it's it just was a lot of snippy comebacks the entire part two and i was like okay it's not they're not having as much meaning (laughs) It's not as it's fun. not as like funny. Mm-hmm. I don't snicker I don't anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of just like okay, we get it. You always have something witty to say. Some Anyways, I still love her. She is the queen. I'm just long live the queen. Long live, live the, the queen. queen. Okay, so she is making the Autumn King think that she's trapped. She's not. She got cards off her sleeve. I don't know. I she, what? She's got cards up her sleeve. Oh, I was like, sorry. I said that really weird. <laughs> she's got cards up her sleeve. As she always does. And then all I can remember after that is the epic breakout of prison. Well, we've got all that went, ha- all that went down. Well, no, because at the end of part one, Ethan decapitates Sigrid, right? Yep. Sigrid's head. I was right. You were right. <laughs> she, she was right. right. She was. Um, we were wrong. Let's just talk about Ethan's POV real quick. Because I don't have much to add about that other than I just am very... I'm intrigued to see what happens, but I was a little bored. Same. Um, yep. Do you think him and Jessica are going to have a thing? <laughs> No, I really hope not. I guess we could talk about Jespa being 1500, however old Midgard is. Yeah. Yeah. She's oldie. She's old. She's been there all that time. 
no wonder why she knows everything so much but yeah i thought his whole perspective just wasn't wasn't my fave and Sigrid is now a reaper which i guess i'm a little bit confused as to how she is a reaper where that's gonna go we've got hypaxia sorry guys i have heartburn so bad <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to edit out all my <laughs> okay sorry yeah i'm curious to where that's gonna go as well um i'm also a little confused by it but you know things were answered that we were confused by yes in the if there's one thing sarah does well is she explains things multiple times in different ways so that it finally clicks in your brain mm-hmm. which yeah. i can appreciate yeah i appreciate that too i really just feel like the second part i told michaela this after we finished the second part i just feel like my brain hurts mm-hmm. i kind of feel like my brain hurts throughout this entire book there's so much info dumping so much new information and so many new characters that i'm having a really hard time keeping track of everybody's names and everything oh, and so like many the princes it's really hard for me to prince of the of chasm prince of pit prince of whatever i just my brain hurts mm-hmm. <sighs> i'm gonna go back to lydia because <laughs> she was the she was the star of the show in my room. opinion oh. yes 100 so She's her just sorry I pulling was just, up blasted the hawk in the elevator i said lfg <laughs> yes honestly right now i think lydia is my favorite character in crescent city me she's too. becoming one of my favorite book characters ever love in a way i just there's so much i love about her uh also her sh- having children yeah that was that was a, that bit was of a little bit twist. of a shock <laughs> to me i was like where is this woman going the second she wakes up are running through the hallways maybe okay let's go back. Um, sorry 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 we're, i'm not trying to lydia breaks them out my whole my heart was thundering it was racing during that whole section i had a friend text me she got to that part last night and she said where is it where is it she said uh i'm so stressed lydia's rescue mission isn't going to work <laughs> and i said yeah my heart was pounding the entire time yes she had to pull a lot of strings there were so many moving parts to that whole plan it was very impressive and nobody could do it but her yeah i also i wrote down a note something that i really loved i just wrote rune and deck they had that little moment oh my gosh when they told each other they loved each other Mm -hmm. that was so sweet i love that trio Mm -hmm. same yeah i mean i already said this but rune and rune and lydia are just the saving grace of this whole section i think their story is the most interesting to me and i just find myself wanting their their perspectives throughout Mm -hmm. this this whole second part and i just yeah i love them their scenes are just so precious together Mm -hmm. because they're both so nervous and it was just it's just so sweet and tender so sweet and tender i love it all right so they make it well first of all can we just talk about how these three men these three males (laughs) have just been 
put through the ringer. Ugh. And then they have to fly. Oh, the hands. Onto the other one. Yeah, the the, hand, the the boat thing, submarine, cruise ship is what I imagine <laughs> it like. <laughs> that was just. I just cannot. I. I I'm still trying to grasp how quickly their body heals because I kind of have forgotten later in this part too everything that happened to him and then I like remember I can't grasp how the fey healing magic healing thing works but when Rune is like screaming out for Lydia when she he sees that they're chasing after her and he's begging Therian to go save her my heart in that moment he was in denial that he loved her yeah that he loves her I can't wait for that. When he tells her he loves her? Uh-huh. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Also, Lydia is such a bad A. Just, I'm going to just have to jump off of this cliff. And she just starts laughing. She jumps off. When they were shooting at her, she just jumps and laughs. Gets her heart blown out of her chest. And then she's <laughs> we alive. All, we all finished that chapter really close at the same time. And we all just like looked up and we're like, wait, she's not dead, right? Because it said, yeah, she and Lydia she died. died. I will say, I mean, I'm really happy she got brought back to life. But there's a lot of people coming back to life in this <laughs> book, and it's it's not my favorite thing. I have a hard time with that in books when it's like, are they're dead or are they? <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's a it's a fun element if it happens once, but when it starts to happen a lot, yeah. when everyone's getting resurrected, mm-hmm. it just yeah. starts to feel like death is not final. like this whole thing with Sophie's body too. I'm like okay i just yeah but i mean i was fist pump in the air when she she woke up which i knew they couldn't she couldn't die that quickly in in this book no but is there anything else you guys wanted to add up to that point i was gonna say when she wakes up oh the children Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah mommy lydia (laughs) she just wakes up and starts bolting i was like where is this woman going i was worried she lost her memory for a second and she yeah, didn't she know where she was like a psychotic episode yeah. or something mm-hmm. i'm just trying to understand you know i would love to be in sarah j mass's mind because i'm trying to understand because there was so there's so many ways that she could have had lydia go to the ocean queen to get help right there's so many different ways that she could have gone about it and i'm trying to understand why why Lydia had to have children because it just felt so random to me at the moment when all of a sudden she has these 15 year old boys Mm -hmm. and my only theory is that maybe SJM is creating some type of future series with all of these children yeah from all the books I don't know it just seems just kind of felt so random to me because it doesn't really feel as if the boys are going to come back into mm-hmm. the book because she had such a sad little goodbye bidding them farewell so but let's talk about the fact that the whole way she got pregnant and mm. where that came from because she made it sound like it was from a totally different where was that that she was because it wasn't i'm assuming it's the other island the pan pangira island i'm assuming they got those rituals from 
other fae lineage yeah because in Akatar, they do the same thing tamlin in the cave oh like the right is that what's called okay yeah yeah but i don't think it's a breeding ritual or is it 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 literally strictly says it's a breeding ritual oh well there you have it i don't know that was just a very interesting part that i wonder if she was just intrigued to to see what if anything else comes into play with that so Uh i wonder if they were trying to she was like trying to connect some of the fey lineage from the akatar world into but the weird thing is is we already know that i know Bryce it's is weird from but that she world. when she was explaining it she was like it was i don't i don't know i don't know i was just trying i'm just reeling at how in the world why why are the children you know what i mean yeah it just seems kind it's of crazy random they're 15 years old too yeah i was expecting them to be like eight if that yeah 15 but, wow crazy and then i feel like the next big moment when they're all meeting with the ocean queen Bryce, Bryce comes, comes back, back, and she reunites with Hunt. It was it was sweet, precious. It was I sweet. I kind of feel bad that Bryce has to reiterate everything she learned to <laughs> literally like twenty five different people. Yeah, but you know it is kind of nice because once again sjm brings it back mm-hmm. and kind of says it again in a more condensed version. Yeah. So if you didn't get it the first time and you didn't get it the second time, maybe you'll get it the third time. Yeah, it's starting to make a lot more sense yes. to me, which is nice. But my poor Bryce, my it poor took brain, me an hour to tell everybody what happened, and <laughs> this is not funny. But I just okay. Have you guys have you guys ever seen Deadpool? No. no. Okay, there's this certain scene in Deadpool where essentially, anyways, Deadpool can regenerate his limbs, mm-hmm. and at one point he loses his lower half of his body. I don't know, and he has baby legs. I think also at one point in the movie he has a baby hand, and so when Rune was growing back his hand, that's I the was only actually thing I could picture trying is a little to baby struggle hand. with because I know it grows fast, but I'm like that's gotta look. Let me just find I this photo. <laughs> Honestly, we should do a TikTok where it's Crescent City spoilers without context and put this photo in there <laughs> because you guys this is all i could picture was this little baby hand oh honestly (laughs) yeah a little baby hand yeah yep that that was rune he's got i was almost picturing it like you know those people who have the little tiny hands that they put in their sweaters and they talk oh yeah oh yeah i kind of pictured that for a second not that him getting his hand chewed off was funny because it wasn't i feel like after this part it was a lot of info dumping and a lot of talk snooze fest i was a little bored but i will say comparing this book to the other two crescent cities this feels and i don't know if it's because i've sat down and i've been reading it for six hours at a time but it feels a lot more fast moving which i appreciate i feel like yeah yes but i mean it's just i mean i'm gonna save my thoughts till we finish the book because maybe my mind will change i as of right now i just have a really hard time understanding why i i love the series don't get me wrong i have a really hard time understanding why people love this series the most 
as of right now where it stands and maybe then the, the next section is just going to absolutely blow my mind and i'm not saying i'm not enjoying this book because i am i think my brain just hurts every time i read a crescent city book because there's so much info dumping at once and world building that my brain just hurts and characters and like but draining the weird, but the weird thing is is i really enjoy when there's a lot of characters i like when there's a lot of different perspectives for some reason it just feels like sometimes when characters are introduced into this series they drop off the face of the earth and they never get mentioned again mm. i'm still waiting for a meal i'm waiting for the heartbeat to get yeah what the heck yeah, like what happened <laughs> what's and that maybe, do with the heartbeat you want to know what maybe we'll get more of that from ethan's perspective in the next section because hey. he's the one that's actually there where yeah but he is going to oh yeah that's true i've i've evolved and evolved yeah that's true i think she's gonna show up at towards the end and fight against them that's where if she's not mentioned again i'm gonna be like what what was all that for what was the reason it's it's gotta come into play i think hopefully so okay moving in chronological order they're on the ship they get to evolve yeah and flynn's sister is randomly introduced and now she's married and there's, to a, so there's a quick little five minute and well, now I think it said she's five a part of the group too were, do yeah, you think married. she's gonna die i think she might die i think she might die too and honestly i know in the last section i said that therian was annoying me i like him again <laughs> we're getting whiplash from him. therian i just i like him with his i don't know he just has this essence about him when he's not feeling sad about himself and i feel like he's he's getting his mojo back yeah you know? yeah yeah. i think i like him when it's from other point of views of him yes and not his actual point of view i agree Amen. with that um, for sure yeah not that he himself inside his brain i've it's just i feel like he's funnier from other people mm-hmm. so he just gives those little tiny you made a comment when Bryce and Hunt were fighting and Therian said, sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> I just could just picture it. And I, I genuinely love how these characters love each other so much and their relationships and their interactions. Sarah does that so well where mm-hmm. she has these group of people that band together and they would do anything for yes, each other. And I mm-hmm. love that so much. I do too. It's cute. It's the best. All right, so they're on in Avalon. The, we have the arranged marriage, and now they're in the caves. The worm. I'm so sick of all the caves. Seems <laughs> I knew, I knew uh, that it was gonna have some parallel with Akatar well, yeah, when she was in that world, so and she mentions it. And there's such boring scenes to me. The cave scenes, but it didn't last as long. That's true. As yeah. the last cave scene, so that's good. Well, maybe before we get to that. Do we want to talk about Rune and Lydia? I mean, it's I guess in the middle. Of, I guess that happens, happens in the middle. In the middle. Of the yeah. I just, I was very excited. Me too. Really excited about that. I just, I just love them. I also, it made me cry when he's kissing her and he like goes to put her hand, like hands up, and then he realizes. I just, I think that Rune, he's a sweet. He comes across as this big bad boy, you know prince party boy party boy yeah but he's gone through so much and i just he i think he's a sweet 
tender baby boy he really <laughs> is and I the way he's he so baby girl the way he treats lydia and bryce is just yeah so sweet like the amount of times he and bryce hug mm-hmm. just sobbing and not to like get ahead of ourselves but the end like with the whole queen thing i just i really love room and i really love lydia so it makes me happy to see them coming together i need a scene at some point if it doesn't happen in this book it needs to be in the next crescent city book she writes i need a scene where either lydia and lydia or rune or both of them together just go to town on pollux Oh, I thought you were saying no. You were like, no, no, I no, think no. I'll go to town in this book. I'm pretty sure though. <laughs> no, I need meaning like not not a threesome, but I'm saying like <laughs> they get their revenge. They exact their revenge. I need yes. that to happen mm-hmm. because I just think that would be such a cathartic experience for me as a reader and for them as characters. You know, yes, I agree. I also want to see more. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna, a big something's gonna go down towards the end of the book but i'm kind of tired of all of the fight scenes being of just bryce mm-hmm. yeah if you think about it we literally have only gotten her i want to see because you know flynn deck rune like really they're all powerful mm-hmm. like i want to see some like epic like them coming together fight scenes i mean i Hunt. guess in that last scene in the caves with the two fae kings, I guess you got a little bit of Bryce and Hunt and Rune, but it was, I just picture it, these group of people just standing around yes. watching and Bryce and Hunt are just kicking everybody's butts, mm-hmm. which I understand that they're so powerful. We do have Rune though, coming in clutch with the star sword. You know, I don't know why I thought for a second that Daddy Autumn King was gonna do something for his children. I don't know why I ever thought that because he's a piece of trash. Uh, but I loved seeing Rune. I do that. You go first. I have. I. Sc- <laughs> I took a picture. I don't know why. In the midst of this really intense scene, I cackled i giggled this just made me laugh so hard it's when the fire is surrounding them uh from the autumn king Mm -hmm. and it says that one of baxian's feathers (laughs) caught in fire (laughs) he puts it out i can just like picture that in my mind of just be like (laughs) yes 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 i don't know why that made me laugh that is so hard i don't know i could just picture that perfectly like it just him i don't know i don't know if i could keep a straight face in that moment watching deck trying to take out vaccines also why do i kind of get the vibe i know this isn't a thing but why do i get the vibe that rune and deck and flynn or rune and hunt and baxian mirror the back boys back boys a little bit yeah yeah just like a little bit Mm -hmm. they have a a bromance yeah. for sure mm-hmm. they have an air about them yeah um for it. backtracking though from the fight we've got to talk about the hell scene yeah uh, uh hunts daddies daddies, daddies. <laughs> who's your daddies <laughs> we don't know <laughs> <laughs> no i mean at first when we when we were first reading through the chapters all three of us were so confused 
we didn't know which prince of hell was his dad come to find out that two of them made, made him. him but then another man well, how does made him say with, it he says i'm a something about a lab i was just a test in a lab or something mm-hmm. like that but kind of cool that he was literally literally made for bryce mm-hmm. but i appreciated but, that they did say that the mating bond is completely separate yeah. from him being made mm-hmm. because had it been just the fact that he was made to power her up i think it would have made their connection less special in my mm-hmm. mind yeah i agree Yep. But now it all makes sense. It makes sense why he was so easily able to hunt demons and I thought he was just lightning. Really bad, eh? Me too. I know. It's not what I would have expected. New. No. But it doesn't necessarily surprise me because now that we know who his dads are, dad, whatever, now that we know where he's from, SJM left crumbs throughout both of the other two books. Yeah. I mean, we had an inkling he was from hell, but to have it confirmed is just great we've been asking for so long <sighs> i've been who is that. hunt's dad who's your daddy who's so, your daddy and now we there know. we are and then we end with the flourishing the flourishing island of avalon yep with all the other islands mm-hmm. and where is this book gonna go i don't know we're entering into where sarah thrives the yep. last 200 pages 150 pages of a book it's where she really thrives. I'm getting a little like more nervous and kind of sad in a way. Because <laughs> I know this, over. Book, this book is going to end and we're going to have such a long time. How do we move to on? To wait for the next book. A part of me wishes, because it's supposed to be four books, right? In this, in Crescent City? I think so. A part of me wishes she would have just wrapped it up in a neat little bow because i don't know when we're going to get the next crescent city book i feel like i'm gonna have to reread this whole thing again no way <laughs> i don't think i will reread it there's no so way. long i'll just watch a sh- summary on youtube yeah probably i also want to know if you guys think we're getting Azrael and nesta back at any point i don't think we will i at this point i don't really know but i feel like whether in this book or the next book we gotta see have more of an answer to rune and resand and i feel like they gotta have some sort of interaction but i mean maybe we we won't but we do have the answer like we know why they're so similar and maybe that's all she will give us true and i do i feel satisfied with that not really Mm -mm. but once again i just have to remind myself this is a crescent city book yeah not it's going to be about crescent city as much as if that's all we got from actar the actar characters and that's all we got mm-hmm. it might just be them stopping the asteri before they enter Prithian. but then Maybe. where does that lead us into for the next book i guess we will see okay i don't have any more to say do you guys have any theories for what's going to happen in this last part anything I, else to add someone's gonna die i kind of want someone to die i want someone to die i want to be wrecked <laughs> I don't like when everyone lives, and I know that. <laughs> I don't like happy endings. Sad. Also, everything that's going down with Ethan, and I'm intrigued by that, but it's also, I'm very heartbroken, which, okay, 
when they said that all those bombs were being missiles were being dropped mm-hmm. was that where her parents are no her parents on the other island yeah Pangira. aren't they like, i have no idea i just said like the name of a place and bryce had some like the meadows big reaction and i couldn't the, remember what that was the meadows is when is it in the second book when all of that attacks are happening and all the face shut their doors and the wolves come and help her i was trying to find the That's meadows the on the thing. map i could not find mm. it oh maybe it is where her parents are from then no because ethan's there he's still yeah. in crescent city i was also trying to find where the house of shadow yeah. and flame what i don't know there's I something like we gotta have because we know that there's a pov of ember and randall i feel like they've got to come into play this next little bit which They're i'm probably excited gonna about. get kidnapped um by the hysteri. maybe i just i really have no idea what to expect and i don't really know what i want to have happen i know what i I want to happen but it's not gonna happen yeah well yeah i don't know i just want to be satisfied me too so sarah really never really lets me down all that much so but here is what i will say i think it's just hard i think not that she shot herself in the foot sarah did but she kind of did because i think with such an epic ending as the way crescent city 2 ended and with all the theories that were just circulating around social media, I think all of us were bound to be not disappointed, but she couldn't have put every incredible, crazy theory that everybody came up with into one book. No. Yeah. And so I feel like she kind of shot herself. She kind of missed an, uh, an opportunity, though. Mm-hmm. And maybe she'll still capitalize on it. We'll see. Mm. We but- put our faith in her. Sorry. all right let's wrap it up <laughs> we'll see you after part three oh, if we can make it that far we're back and the book is the book is done it's over it's it over. is complete and we have not discussed it it's with each other us. at all because we read the last couple chapter well we read the last little bit on our own mm-hmm. which originally we wanted to read it together but I need I needed some time to sit with my thoughts. So now that we've had some time to sit with our thoughts, where do we who, start? Who wants, where should we start with? I don't know. I think we should give our ratings of the book at the very end. Okay. I still don't really know my rating. I, I don't really. I, I think I do. Or do we want to share now? It's a solid. What I think it is. Okay. Let's just actually share it now. No, you want me to share it now? No. Yeah. No, um, we'll wait, no, no, we'll say it to the end. No, we'll say it to the end. end. Okay. Keep them on their toes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Yeah, where do we want to start? Well, I mean, we left... What was the end of part two? (laughs) I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Okay, so the end of part two, we left with... Rune says, long live the queen. I believe it was right after they killed her dad. Mm. Autumn king. Yeah, I believe. That sounds right. Okay, so they were in the Yes, and Avalon, all the all of the islands come up because they let loose all the magic so that's yeah. where we ended in part yeah. two yeah okay part two was yeah it was a little a bit of a snooze fest but part three it was a ride <laughs> it was a ride um should we start with our our loves and then maybe not our loves or do we just go in chronological i can't i don't know if i can keep it all in chronological I don't think order let's just share our thoughts yeah because i mean if you're listening to this obviously you've read the book and so i don't think we have to like 
recap yeah. the entire mm-hmm. book yeah you can go first michaela i didn't i don't want to go first but i can well, if you don't want to you don't by want the to. end of the book i felt very underwhelmed okay i it wasn't as epic to me as i thought it could be and i ended the book i didn't cry you didn't Mm-mm. i didn't cry and literally my favorite part of the entire book was rune and lydia mm-hmm I think that's a pretty solid consensus of most people. Yeah. And they were such a small part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like, for me, the Asteri were such a hard villain, and they did it so easily. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I have that in my notes. Yeah. I was expecting this Kingdom of Ash level battle at the end, and they defeated them so fast. It was like, let me open this portal and shove you in it. See ya. Yeah. And so I just was really underwhelmed because I was like, that wasn't as epic as i thought it was gonna be i was really happy with like everyone had their happy endings first off no one died when bryce died i was like she's, she's not, not gonna gonna die. Die. i, she I didn't gonna feel die. it because we've seen this so many times it just felt repetitive from her other books and i know mm-hmm. it's a completely other series but I everyone just, dies and comes back to life in this series i don't think it's possible to have one of the main characters die because there's some miraculous way to save some them. antidote yeah and so that just feels frustrating to me. I was waiting for her to shock and awe us. I wanted her to kill somebody because history shows that she doesn't kill main characters off. I mean, obviously we know she kills people. Yes. We've seen in yeah. other books that she has killed people, but she never kills off main characters. And I just, I wanted it so badly. I actually wanted I Bryce too. to die so bad because I wanted her sacrifice to be worth something. Mm-hmm. Well, and I have a hard time with the whole chosen one thing in a lot of books because sometimes it's done very well and other times it's not. And I don't feel like it was done super well in Crescent City. I felt like Bryce was very annoying. And there were times where I was like, okay, she's really funny. She's a little more relatable because she's in this more modern world. But I just had a hard time. It was like she was the chosen one. And I know she had some training that we didn't get to see where she trained with Randall. And I thought we would get some training, like Asriel maybe teaching her something. But everything just came so easy to her. Like their plan went exactly mm -hmm, as she planned it out. It was just that the Asteria end up being like, well, there was something we've been meaning to tell you that we've known from the beginning but not we're gonna tell you not you know what i mean that whole yeah and this i don't know i just had a hard time with bryce in this book and i do agree that they all just kind of got off really easy it's hard when you have this villain that is so all-powerful and hard to defeat and then the hero has to become more powerful than the villain and it's like where do you go from there? Yeah. I mean, this is kind of jumping the gun, but the third Crescent City, the next Crescent City book, the fourth, I mean, SJM, I've heard that SJM said Bryce's story is over. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be Sarian like Ethan. It. So where do you go from there? How do you have, you can't have another villain that's more powerful than the Asteri. There's just no way. So I don't even know yeah. how, I mean. Like, how epic would it have been if they lost? Do you want to know what I told yeah. Reggie? Uh, and Marco pulled her because I knew she was reading the book. Yeah. And I told her, how epic would this be if she goes and she destroys the core and it sends everybody back to their original worlds? Mm. 
yeah. that'd be an interesting like story i, I just don't see how the series could go forward being good because mm-hmm. i feel like i mean we still love ethan and therian but i their point of views are our least favorite i feel well, like that's i a consensus. feel like all i've seen and not that i've been scrolling a ton on tiktok or like re- people's reviews but what i have seen is that everyone is like their povs like no one's gonna be very excited to read this i don't think this next book and i feel like sarah set herself up i don't know i just feel that i i think the biggest struggle is that there were so many expectations for this book whether you tried to lower them or not with all the theories that were coming out um we talked about this in our vlog i we haven't talked about it on the uh, this podcast that we've been recording but you can go see it on their if i include it in there but basically we had this thought where we were all agreeing i'm pretty sure we all agreed that the second book should have ended mm. with her maybe falling into volaris but it wasn't confirmed you didn't get and it's like maybe Azrael puts the knife up to her throat and it ends there yeah yeah and then because i think since everyone knew oh and you know recent has the final line in the book it set everyone up thinking that this was going to be some big avengers endgame book Mm -hmm. when in reality i mean i was i don't know if i'm jumping the gun here i was very satisfied with what we got from the actar world yeah that's that's not the reason yeah a lot of people that i've seen have been really upset about that but i'm like this is crescent city i didn't want akatar to be so heavily included in this that it ruins the akatar series for me because i love akatar but i do just think to circle back i think there were just so many cool theories out there and in my brain i had a certain even though i was had my expectations low i just didn't really think it was going to end so easily and so do you guys do you guys feel as if i love sarah j mass okay i will read honestly anything she writes Mm -hmm. and i have a note with my review i haven't put my review on goodreads but her writing truly just feels like home to me Mm -hmm. the way she writes i just love it but do you guys feel that she mismarketed this book because think about it every little snippet she gave was only from the akatar world do you feel i almost feel a little bit jaded in the sense that she could have written everything that she got from the akatar world she could have gotten it in midgard she could have gotten it from the princes of hell the princes of hell knew everything from the beginning Mm -hmm. so to me almost i love her but it was a genius idea because she sold way more books she got people to read every single one of her books that she's ever written because of that crescent city 2 ending so to me it's kind of like was it i don't think it was a ploy to sell more books but it almost feels a little bit like that after finishing yeah like nice marketing strategy but probably could have been done a little bit better for a more enjoyable book for i don't know and even in her interviews just the way she was talking about it i 
feel as if it misled us a little bit Mm -hmm. into thinking this was going to be more than it was and once again i'm not upset with how much akatar the akatar characters were in it i felt extremely satisfied Mm -hmm. with that it just the theory it's just hard when you put that much hype into a book everybody was bound to be yeah well not everybody's disappointed but i think there was quite a few people who say it's like their favorite of all time which i could totally see why i think it's my favorite crescent city book oh yeah, yeah i feel I like think i so was too. very heavily entertained for the most part of this book i just when i sat down and really thought about it a part of me because there was so many epic little things throughout the whole book i was like oh this could be like a five-star read for me and then i the more i was trying to put things together in the little plot holes and whatever i was like I love this book, but I can't, I do feel mis- misled a little bit. Honestly, it makes me a little bit nervous about what is to come with the rest of the books she has coming out. I'm hoping this new series she's writing is a completely out of the whole Akatar the multiverse. I want it to be completely separate. I'm still holding out hope that I'm going to get something it's more Throne of Glass. It's not going to be yeah. unru- like she's confirmed that she's going to be playing with all three worlds i would love new series i i trust her i don't yeah this book doesn't make me not want to read anything that she writes ever again i i really enjoyed it i just think with the hype around it there was no way not to be let down yeah leads me back to my point where theories kind of sometimes ruin books Mm -hmm. for a lot of people and i mean it's hard to not theorize but i just kept I feel like my problem is the entire book. I just kept waiting Mm -hmm. for something to happen. And I knew it wasn't going to, but I just kept waiting for it. I don't know. I just, everything just towards the end, like, came too easy. It really did. That's why I was so upset is because I was angry with how easy it was and how rushed it was because I'm like, this is supposed to be the person that has literally made everyone in all three series life a living hell and it just boom they're gone and no one died <laughs> yeah like literally, literally no, one died. no one died no one except for except jespa yeah, yeah but she willingly mm-hmm. i mean there were a lot of really cool moments that i liked in the ending just little things but i didn't really feel like i was on the edge of my seat I, I wasn't feeling all that scared. I, I think I was more like anticipating something bigger happening. And then all of a sudden, it said when it said Bryce is dead, I was like, oh, Ethan's going to pull through with the antidote or something. She's going to... With all the people they brought back to life, I was not convinced that mm-hmm. anyone was going to die. I don't know. And I know it sounds so silly to be like, I wanted someone to die. But when you've seen it happen enough times, you kind of are like, okay, Sarah, rip my heart out a little bit more. Like, Yeah, I probably would have cried if Bryce would have actually died, but I knew she wasn't going to. But did you guys... Okay, I actually was a blubbering mess during that whole scene because the moment Sahar was mentioned Mm -hmm. with Hunt, I could not stop crying. And then the fire sprites coming and oh, it relating and back Lahaba. to Lahaba, i couldn't stop crying and then one during the whole seat my heart wasn't racing because i knew she wasn't gonna die my yeah. heart raced more when lydia was breaking them out of the dungeons mm-hmm. 
but then when hunt is bringing bryce back and it mentions everybody standing at the portal mm-hmm. waiting for them i was sobbing yeah but it's weird because it wasn't i don't know why i was sobbing because i knew bryce wasn't going to die it just felt like that tiny little moment with all of that was just kind of a little culmination of all three series coming together and i could really appreciate that because that's what it was yeah all the callbacks Mm -hmm. it's like for as long of a book as it was i would have really liked this more of a battle with the asteri and it feeling much more intense and scary and me being afraid of all of them (laughs) than getting all of these weird povs of we're making this antidote and we're getting married to this girl and i have no idea i know that's got to play into the next book but a lot of that but will it i don't know emil was nowhere to be found in this book oh my gosh don't get me started yeah Mm. there were times where i was like oh that's really like sweet and tender i just i felt like i was just so like because i was too far gone with like feeling angry Mm -hmm. with how like i really just want this epic battle like i said in the previous like part one and part two i'm so sick of everything just being bryce yeah like i wanted them to like come together and like battle it out together yeah, like, where was Baxian and... He was on the island with the Pegasus. It's just, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, it felt like Bryce and her little frat bros posse, that they were just there, but she kind of did everything. I also have a really hard time... But, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're A really fine. hard time, like, imagining... There wasn't, like, a lot of, like, hand-to-hand combat. It's just a lot of, like, she shot her power... Mm-hmm. and he shot her power back and shot and i'm like they're just standing there shooting their powers at each other i'm like i want to see some like tuck and roll and shooting power i don't know i just wanted yeah. to see something like a little bit more than like shooting the power like lightning. a little more intimate yeah and yeah well also where's fury and uh what's her bucket juniper juniper i had so many questions about fury Jun- after the second book and she just kind of i'm sure they're gonna be in the next book yeah more. but I mean, I don't want people to think that we're sitting here just trashing this book because there were a lot of things that I did love in part three. Should we I share mean, some loves real quick? Yeah. I mean, I loved the whole Sahar part. Loved it. The battle wanted more from. Um, my favorite part. Do you, I feel like it might be Michaela's favorite part. I loved that when Lydia was the bomb was dropped that lydia is a descendant of brandon mm-hmm. we knew mm-hmm. and there's a reason why we love lydia so much it's yeah. because she's related yeah so your the theory ring. with the rings there was everybody was like they're not descendants how could they be descendants yeah how could they be related i knew Michaela it knew. i knew it's literally on their wiki page now the <gasps> wiki page yes there's a like i said there's a reason we love her so much and it's because mm-hmm. she reminds us of one of our favorite characters mm-hmm. love that girl yeah that whole chapter was just like really epic to me and once again rune and lydia i could eat their chapters up mm-hmm. all day long i even wanted more yeah okay the one time i did cry their bonus chapter i didn't cry in their bonus chapter oh. i wanted more 
I did want more, but I also was just like so happy. I think reading that. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say I think reading that bonus chapter solidified to me that we're just we're done. Yeah. I wanted vows. I just wanted yes, vows. Okay. I know. I, she she skimmed out. She skimmed out, right. but we got a little bit. So if you haven't read the bonus chapters, go read them. Spoiler em. alert. <laughs> hey, that's the first wedding she's given us. Yeah. That yeah. was successful. Yeah. Yeah. Ember and Randall's bonus chapters were also really sweet and tender. I love it was, them. It was my favorite. Yeah. Their, fa- their chapter was my favorite bonus chapter. And it's so misleading because everyone's thinking oh i gotta get the bryce asriel nesta bonus chapter wrong wrong they're just back in the cave <laughs> okay but i will that say so fun, when asriel's vibe into the music it is funny yes i love that but when ember brought her mom energy and basically told reese to shut his mouth yeah that was freaking sick it was so i good. also loved that there was this motherly connection mother-daughter kind of connection it mm-hmm. makes me just so curious to know what nesta and ember talked about because they seem to have a very good connection mm-hmm. when yeah. rice came to pick them up and i thought that that was really sweet it was really sweet it really was do you think that in the next akatar I have a feeling that in the next Agatar that Nesta is going to go back to them and ask for advice for something. Maybe. I don't That'd know. Be I'm really just cool. confused how the next Agatar book could be a thing. Like, well, people are now theorizing, which I believe SJM has confirmed it's from Elaine's point of view. Maybe yeah, not. It is. But people have been theorizing maybe we're getting Nesta's as well because she has the star sword now and she has that eight pointed tattoo star. The last thing Bryce tells her is basically figure out why you have that star on you. Yeah. So people are thinking maybe it's both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause there's gotta be something that's going to come to play. Yeah. At some point. Cause she has a star sword now. Mm-hmm. Well also, well, I hadn't, I'm going to save that for when we talk about what we see happening next oh. overall. Um, there was another, mo- Oh, what did you guys think of? Rune shooting Lydia in the leg. <laughs> I was mad, actually. I didn't really understand. I I understood. I mean, I understood, but then the more I keep thinking about it, I'm like, she's freaking Lydia. You think she can't handle herself? But I know he was just so worried about her. She wasn't I, handling herself, though. I don't know. I just thought that that was that's the vibe I got. She was, she was not kind thinking of clearly going, yeah. at all, and she was going to get herself killed. And I think that's, I mean, I could, I mean, obviously I'd be pissed if I was Lydia, but I understood the reasoning behind it because Rune could think a lot clearer and Lydia could, literally Therian had to be like, get yourself together. Mm -hmm. She was not thinking clearly Mm -hmm. at all. And so I understood. I was a little, I took a little bit of a gasp. I was like, oh, I was mad at Rune. Yeah. And then I was convinced they were not she was going to be pissed at him and they were not going to be together for that reason but he redeemed himself everything with the sons was very sweet it was really cute did you guys clue in that she he was named after brandon at any point i had no i didn't didn't even click once it said the brandon thing i was like oh my gosh one of her sons is named what is it brand just brand well i think he might actually be brandon but they call him brand oh yeah i didn't i I did that didn't click to me until i heard 
the name and then when his name got brought back up again i was like oh interesting little easter egg you know that girl that had like all of those theories what was her theory like that she was right about do you know well i mean the only one i ever actually saw rosie is that her name Mm -hmm. the only one i actually saw of hers was the afterlife one Mm -hmm. and she's kind of half right yeah because she did see danica and connor and all of them i think the one she's talking about is with hunt using the mask oh i think that's what wait it was hunt used the mask yeah oh i guess i didn't catch that i guess i was confused with his other mask his other mask (laughs) yeah Yeah, he used it at the very end because remember he has the mask on and Uh, the mask says bryce is dead mm, and he refused to believe it oh yes okay i don't know why i thought it was his mask that was like i could see why that why you would be confused for sure Hmm. oh i i don't think we ever talked about this did this happen in part three when ethan becomes the prime yeah i can't happen in part three i loved it Mm -hmm. i I was happy for him do you think him and pear oh perry yeah maybe maybe they're mates i don't think they're mates but maybe oh i I also thought it was really cute when rune was like if i don't get a this to you i love you Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) and then he was like that's my effing mate (laughs) i love them i love them too i've been seeing everybody on tiktok saying that (laughs) i gotta show you guys this tiktok after it's literally hilarious though there's so much bad language in it but it's freaking funny and she basically just says that lydia is on she basically says that there's a room and there's three characters that are sitting four characters that are sitting in there it's nesta aelin manon and now lydia Lydia. and she said lydia busts down the door and then pharaoh's clears trying to catch up and so is bryce it's actually really funny i'll have to show you guys a tiktok basically saying that lydia's on par with all those three yeah and i agree i agree 100 percent. i'm obsessed with her i think she's probably one of my favorite I think she might be my favorite character from the whole thing. From Crescent City? Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Have, how would you guys feel about a prequel from Danica's point of view? I mean, I'd read it. I wouldn't want it to be 900 pages, but... Like a novella. Yeah, I'd read it. Sure. <laughs> I don't really like Danica, so... I don't either. I, it would make me worried that I would like her less, but and the reason why is just like all the hiding things yeah i just feel like it like set a bad taste in my mouth because also <laughs> it set bryce up to do everything true and so i'm like she didn't give her a choice mm-hmm. no matter so i think it would be interesting just to see how she figured out everything and her with Baxian and all of that i think it would be and lydia yeah that's the only part i would be happy yeah. about because inter- lydia's there yep <laughs> their interaction mm-hmm. anyways i i mean i would probably read it but maybe not maybe maybe you guys would just give me a summary sorry maybe. i'm not trying to be a hater right now no, no i either. just know that well i i know that the crescent city characters aren't your favorite for sure no i would say out of her three series crescent city is my least favorite yeah i don't see myself i'm not saying they're bad books they're still in like probably my top five 
fantasy series like it's still a fantastic series it's just i'm not jumping to reread them again whereas with throne of glass and akatar i'd be down to reread those anytime mm-hmm. and maybe you would also feel a little bit differently if she would have gone about the crescent city series the way she did with throne of glass mm-hmm. like some smaller books because I feel like the gradual learning of everything in Throne of Glass is just done so perfectly. And I feel like in these books were info dumped so many times that I'm like, uh, okay, what, okay. The weird thing is, though, is I think a lot of people dislike the first books in the Throne of Glass series for that reason. I think they think they're boring. I love them. Yeah. I don't see it. But I think people have a hard time with Throne of Glass because it is so gradual. I loved it. But, I mean, I don't know. I I also think that, well, how did you guys feel about the point of view changes throughout this book? I didn't mind them. I didn't mind them, but towards the middle, jumping between the, the whole the- Therian and Ethan thing, I just wasn't as invested in their point of views like therian i liked him when i didn't know him as well <laughs> but for a guy whose point of view we got so frequently i still had no idea what was going on inside of his head so mm-hmm. well remind me michaela does throne of glass switch point of views mid-chapter or does she normally do it at chapters i can't remember to be honest because i know a lot of people were having a hard time and they hated how it would switch so many point of views throughout one chapter. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I, I really liked it too. I like it because sometimes it keeps my attention. I sometimes will have a hard time. If it's a multiple point of view chapter and it's a point of view I don't care about, if it's a whole chapter in their point of view, it's hard to keep my attention. But since it switched in the middle, it was easy for me to continue reading. I think it was also a necessity because so many things were happening at one time. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't do just like one chapter and one point of view yeah when something was going on at the same time so like it'd be like (laughs) three chapters would all be going on at the same time and i feel like that would be a little even more confusing Mm -hmm. than just having them to switch in the middle of a chapter because yeah i feel like that was easier for everything that was going on in the book i mean at the first at the beginning i was a little like okay but then by the end i was like i feel like it was a necessity and i didn't mind it i think it made it go by a little quicker i agree Mm -hmm. two things i wanted to say real quick go for it on top of i mean we were talking about how we felt like the ending was just kind of too easy there were also two other parts within this part three that i felt like were also too easy one the harpy oh <laughs> when she came back i almost texted and was like michaela she's she came back because i remember when we recorded yeah. part two you said if she doesn't come back so help me yeah she just comes back and it's like, like two seconds yeah. two seconds it's like oh see ya also the under king ethan's just like let me just freeze you and, and then, then he's just gone hype okay. packs hype oh my gosh you guys i saw this girl's tiktok i need to send it to you okay she loves the book she gets she rated it five stars and the reason why she said is because if you have read the books as much as her and can catch all of the tiny little seeds that sarah plants within this book you love it essentially 
the under king obviously we know the under king is from throne of glass yeah Mm -hmm. there is i'm gonna butcher this so hard but when they're exploring some caves in throne of glass there are these certain i can't remember what she called them bog i can't remember what she called them anyways and they're scared of magic and that's what the under king is so the moment that ethan wields his ice the under king was scared because they come from the throne of glass world and they hate magic the scene that she specifically talks about talks about rowan wielding cold wind and they hated it i should show you guys the tiktok because this girl came with receipts with pages from each book it was incredible Dor- was dorian there N- no dorian no. wasn't there i don't i don't believe so but in my notes i wrote is ethan a descendant of dorian because dorian wields ice mm. anyways so the underking to me made way more sense once i watched that girl's tiktok yeah. because he was so easy yeah, to defeat i just remember it was like he just froze him and then he kind of like obliterated and i was like oh because i mean if you think about it he wasn't that bit he wasn't that big of a bad guy in throne of glass because they had such powerful powerful magic and ethan now had it because he took the antidote that also was easy it was very easy yeah makes that antidote in a few hours it felt like i don't know i mean it makes sense and it did play a very interesting role in the book but also she just kept making them and then Ethan was just kind of, I don't know. But that's when I knew, like, when Bryce died, I was like, hey, here comes the antidote. I don't but know. they didn't even give her the antidote. Yeah. That was a sweet moment, too, when yeah. Jespa saved herself for Bryce. I did appreciate that because it kind of brought her back in, and we thought she was going to have a big part in. For a second, I thought Hunt was going to sacrifice himself for her. Would have loved that, too. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> Would have really liked that. Um... But yeah, show. Is there anything else you guys wanted to mention? I mean, there was a lot that happened, and I'm sure there's things we're forgetting. But I don't think so. I think we should just share our overall rating. Who wants to go first? None of Not us me. know each other's ratings. I'll go first. I'm rating it four stars. Me too. Me too. I for a second throughout part three, I thought okay i have to appreciate how epic this truly is the fact that sarah can give us these breadcrumbs even the tiny teeny little breadcrumbs we got for throne of glass was so genius but when i sat and thought about it after i finished it i thought i could give it five stars and then i sat and thought part two once again this is my qualm with the crescent city series there's about 150 to 200 pages that she could have cut out Mm mm-hmm and that's why I can't give it five stars. I still really like this book. It's still epic, and I can appreciate everything that Sarah put into this book. But it's not something that I'm dying to reread. Yeah, same. I just ba- read, like, rate my books based off feelings. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I have sat and thought about it, but from me finishing the book, I was like, this is a four star read. Mm-hmm. It's not a five star read to me because. I yeah once again I was underwhelmed by the end and I mean I thought the ending with everyone getting their happy endings was really sweet I just wanted their battle to be more epic and I was just by the end I was like oh yeah that was cool that was cool not like oh my gosh like I love this book so much Mm -hmm. I just I was like oh that was really sweet that was really cool my feelings weren't like hyped yeah I feel the same 
I like feel a little let down, but I also am feeling very satisfied at the same time. So it will be interesting to see how things continue. I want to look up more theory videos on what people think some certain things mean, but then at the same time, I'm like, I don't want, (laughs) I don't know. I think I've learned my lesson and I'm just going to let the book come as it comes and whatever Sarah has in her brain will be enough for me. Yeah. Also, it's interesting because I've seen a few things about how Sarah wrote this book and then totally scrapped it and started over. I'm just so curious. I want to read the first draft. What the first draft was. But. Is that why it took so long? Maybe. Probably. Because it's been two and a half years. Two years. Two and a half years. It's been at least two. Honestly, even though I'm sad I started it later than a lot of people did and it got spoiled for me, I will say I'm glad I didn't have to wait two and a half years to read this book. Me too. So I feel like I would have had to reread it. So anyways, there's our reviews, (laughs) our little recap. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. This might be a really long episode. We do have a vlog we're going to put out. I don't know if we'll put it out the same time as this episode, but you can subscribe to our YouTube channel for our behind the scenes content. <laughs> and um yeah, we'll just be anxiously awaiting Akatar number 6. Is it really 6? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean if you don't I mean, count the A Court of Frost and Starlight, that's 4. Oh yeah, so yeah. it's 6. Yep. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this book. And that's I don't know how I don't know why I just We'll see you next week. See you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.